You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everyone, Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Blue Jays reporter Gregor Chisholm. And Gregor, just a couple weeks to go until spring training. So this week on the podcast, we're going to do some most likelies. What Blue Jay player is most likely to, and then we'll give you a question. you got to fill it in. But before we get to that, I wanted to touch on one other story this week, and that is looking back on, on one of really the better pitchers probably in Blue Jays history when you think about it. Pat Hankin had a great career with the Blue Jays, uh, and he goes into the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame. I guess it won't actually go in until the summer, but but it has been announced. Can you just talk a little bit about what he meant to this franchise back when he was pitching? Yeah, he was. He, you hit the nail on the head there. He's, he's definitely one of the best pitchers uh, of all time to wear a Blue Jays uniform. And, you know, a lot of people uh, look at Roy Halladay as probably being the best, but Pat Hankin uh, would be right up there. And uh, he's a guy who broke in during the glory years of the Blue Jays in, the, in those early 1990s, and as a rookie, uh, you know, really hit the ground running. And uh, then later on, when when that team was broken up, he was kind of the guy who uh, led the transition to the next era of, of Blue Jays baseball. And of course, he he came uh, along with a, a Cy Young award in there. Uh, you know, really just overall consistent guy. And uh, he was someone who you could really peg pretty much every year for for over 200 innings. And eventually that. Uh, workload did catch up with him, probably led to his career being not quite as long as maybe he would have liked, but uh, certainly during those 1990s, uh, just one of the best pitchers in baseball year in and year out. I feel like somehow he went under the radar because obviously familiar with the name Pat Henkin, remember him pitching in the World Series in the 90s and, and the success he had. But to go back and look at the actual numbers and the number of innings he pitched and the Cy Young Award, a 20-win season, I think some of that has been lost over time a little bit, at least outside of Toronto. No, it really has, and, and you know, I think part of the reason there is that the, by the time uh, you know some of those seasons were happening in the mid to late '90s, you know the Blue Jays were no longer really relevant in, in terms of the rest of the league. Uh, they weren't really competitive during that time, and uh, but you know he, he was also underappreciated during the, the playoff runs as well. I mean, uh, during one of the World Series years, he had just a, a great year in the starting rotation. Uh, really put together a really nice career, but you're certainly right. I, I think he really is a guy who, when you look back on, uh, was underappreciated for really the decade of success that he had. Really cool honor, though, going into the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame. All right, let's move on to these most likely twos. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of these, Gregor. We'll get through as many as we can. But I want to start with this one. We're going to start with the the pitching staff, and who's the most likely Blue Jay to throw a no-hitter or perfect game in 2016? I think I'd have to go with Marco Estrada. Um, you know, he's a guy who almost did it a couple of times uh, You know, in 2015. Uh, there was that memorable start down in, in Tropicana Field where Josh Donaldson went diving into the stands. I think that was in the uh, eighth inning to record an out, and uh, he was only a few outs away from uh, becoming the, the only the second Blue Jays player to throw a, a no hitter with Dave Steve being the only other guy, and uh, you know it's, he's going to be in tough to bounce back again next year with the type of year he had, uh, you know, last season. Uh, but he's the guy who, when he's on, has that type of uh, no hit ability. 
That's a great answer. I think a lot of people thought you would have gone Marcus Stroman, but good point about how close he got a year ago for sure. All right, up next is who's the Blue Jay most likely to hit for the cycle? Well, for that one, yeah, I think you got to look at someone who's who's probably going to be able to, you know, be the threat to, to get the triple, which would be the hardest one there. And so that's that's why I'm not going to go with maybe a popular pick in Josh Donaldson. Uh, to me, it would either be uh, a guy like Kevin Pillar, or uh, I think my real pick here would be Devin Travis. Once he gets healthy, gets back into the lineup, uh, he might not be playing until uh, late May, early June. Uh, but he's going to have, if he he can recover, he's going to have a few months. Uh, and he's kind of a guy who's ideally. Uh, situated for for the cycle. All right, on MLB.com, we have a a feature or a segment or videos that we call must-sees, and basically they go to players who make great plays defensively or dramatic home runs. The, you know, C can stand for catch, can stand for clutch, can stand for a lot of things, Um, but, but they're memorable moments that stand out, and there isn't one for every game, so they really have to be a standout play. So the next Question is, who's the Blue Jay most likely to collect a must-see for MLB.com? Yeah, this one's an easy one for the Jays and probably an obvious one, but it's, it's Kevin Pillar. Uh, you know, I think he probably was among the lead leaguers in, in that uh, last year. And, you know, he had the Spider-Man catch in left field. He had the Superman catch in, in, in center field. Uh, it seemed like at least one mate, one big-time catch a week was being made by him. And as long as he can stay healthy, there, there's no reason to believe that uh, those type of acrobatics in center field won't continue. Yeah, I think there was a stretch early in 2015. I think he had three must-sees in about 10 days when he really got yeah. rolling. That's really when he put himself on the map during 2015, became a mainstay in that Blue Jays defense. All right, up next, who's the Blue Jay most likely to hit a grand slam? Plenty of options for this one. Yeah, exactly. And I think I'll go with Edwin Encarnacion for this one because, you know, I think one thing that helps his cause is, is Jose Batista is going to be in front of him in the lineup. Uh, and Jose Batista draws an awful lot of walks. And if there's runners on scoring, scoring position, runners on base, uh, Batista has shown, uh, you know, that he's not willing, that he's always kind of willing to pass the baton if, if they don't uh, get the type of pitch selection he's looking for. And that, that puts Encarnacion in a, in a real nice spot in that lineup. Uh, to drive in a lot of runs, come up with answer the bases loaded, and, and that's why it'd be my pick for the Grand Slam. I would imagine there will be at least one Grand Slam hit by a Blue Jay <laughs> in 2016, if not maybe a whole in the first week. Yeah, maybe not, maybe a whole bunch of them over the course of the season. All right, up up next, who's the Blue Jay most likely to go 2020? Um, that's probably going to be either Kevin Pillar. Kevin Pillar would probably be my pick, and, and the 20 home runs is is probably pretty lofty for him. Uh, but I just don't see uh, some of the other, uh, you know, big power bats necessarily running a lot. And, and I think I would consider Troy Tulowitzki in that category as well. I don't think you're going to see him steal 20 bases. So I think, uh, you know, the, the best shot of anyone is, is probably Kevin Pillar. Uh, Devin Travis would be the top pick there if he was able to play a full season. But, but obviously with him missing uh, some time at the start of the year, it's going to be tough for him. All right, moving on. Who is the Blue Jay most likely to collect the longest scoreless inning streak on the mound? Yeah, and this one's an easy one, too. And, and although a lot of people might not think of it off the top of their head, but it would be Brett Cecil. And this is a guy who uh, didn't allow an earned run uh, from June 24th on last year. I mean, it's, it's just remarkable. I think he was really an under-the-radar guy uh, in 2015 and someone who didn't get uh, the full appreciation. Uh, you know, he was, he was a guy who started off slow, a lot of talk about how he lost the Blue Jays' closer's job in April, but uh, you know he really turned things on. And when he's 
uh, effective. He's a guy you can really count on. I mean, relievers are hard to predict from year to year, but he's always seems to go on these really nice long stretches of prolonged success. And, and I would fully expect uh, another lengthy streak like that again this year. Nicely done going with the bullpen rather than a starter. All right, yeah. up next, who's the Blue Jay most likely to have the longest hitting streak? I think that one would be Tulowitzki. Uh, you know, he's a guy that I certainly think is going to be due for a bounce-back season. And, uh, you know, right now it looks like he'll probably be uh, the leadoff hitter for the Blue Jays at least until Devin Travis comes back. We'll see how that shakes out. But uh, he's a guy who's proven throughout the course of his career uh, that he can hit for a high average. And so I give him the nod uh, over some of the guys who might be viewed as, as better hitters like a Donaldson or a Batista. All right, for this next one, feel free to include uh, coaches, uh, manager John Gibbons. Everyone's involved because the question is, who's the Blue Jay most likely to get ejected? I think it would, you'd have to start with Gibbons. He's, he's usually good for a few of them a year, and then uh, the second one would, would probably have to be Jose Batista. Uh, I mean, we've seen a few times, uh, throughout the, probably more than a few times throughout the course of his uh, Blue Jays career where there's, there's been uh, some slight altercations with umpires. Uh, it happened again last year. I'd expect it to happen again in 2016. So I think it's probably safe to say that at some point, both Gibbons and, and Batista get tossed from games. All right, just a few questions left. Who's the Blue Jay most likely, or I should rephrase that, who's the Blue Jay's bench player most likely to snag a spot in the starting lineup? I think that will be Dalton Pompey, and, and, and I don't necessarily think he's even going to break camp with the Blue Jays, uh, but he is kind of in that bench mix, and uh, the reason why I say Pompey is because I think if any of the any of the out, starting outfielders go down with an injury, even if he's not necessarily the fourth outfielder to start the year, if Saunders goes down, if Batista goes down, I think Pompey will be the guy that they turn to on a more long-term basis. So uh, regardless of the role he starts in, I think at some point you're going to see him have to be a factor uh, in the starting lineup. All right, and then finally we end on a lighter note. Who's the Blue Jay most likely to have Justin Bieber walkout music? Well, that's an interesting one. Uh, I would have to say that's probably going to be someone who loses some kind of bet. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to say probably Ryan Goins or Kevin Pillar. Someone's going to come out on the, on the joking end of that one. I can't see anyone picking it willingly on the Jays roster. I don't see. I don't think there's any believers in that uh, clubhouse, but I'm not 100% sure. But I, I'd say Goins or Pillar losing some sort of bet and having to go out and do it. And, of course, the Beeb's a Canadian native. And one more little tidbit I share a birth date with Justin Bieber, although mine was a few decades before his. So you're constantly being overshadowed by the Biebs. Yeah, amongst other people who share that birthday. But yeah, he's definitely one of them. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of MLB.com Extras, our Blue Jays edition. Gregor Chisholm, thanks a lot, as always. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.